Before the movie, we'd like to show you previews of some of our films. www.40nickel.com The Heater The Heater This is 40 Nickel Radio The Heater The Heater The Heater can release Mixtape again, y'all. 40nickel.com. This is the show you love. This is the show you hate. You can hear it. You can see it. You can smell it. Playoff time. We're here to talk about it with my co-host, Zulu Funkadelic, Maestro Infinitus, known as your daddy. What up, Zulu? We are coming to you live from the highest point on Jupiter. I'm looking forward to these biggest day in Raider Nation history because we've been fucking up all year. And that is the NFL draft. We got to rebuild. But more importantly, I am looking forward to this motherfucking nickel bowl that will be coming down in a few weeks. Big time playoff games have been played. We got a big we got big time matchups in the next round. Heat, what is on your mind? What's up, fellas? Well, what's on my mind is the draft, too, since we got two picks. I think we're going to make some trades and get some more picks and slide around a little bit and grab somebody that they don't think we're going to get. But we'll see. Um, but, yeah, the playoffs is heating up, and uh, that race for the Nickel Bowl is getting real tight, real tight. And then there were some blowouts, uh, you know, that unexpectedly uh, one I'm talking about. But, uh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about tonight. And uh, – Again, like I said, my boy got his coin, so I'm happy about that. Jalen got paid, and he deserves every penny. That money sets up uh, somebody who's actually important for the future of the NFL, Justin Fields, to get his money when he goes to the playoffs and uh, loses in the divisional round next year. Man, it sets a precedent. You're right, Clark. It sets a precedent, but I don't really give a damn about Justin Fields and nobody else, man. I don't live in Chicago. I mean, you know, I don't, that's not my team. So I don't give a damn what he gets. He, he can get whatever he wants to get. My man got paid. That's all I'm saying. Yo, he's talking, yo, he sounded like uh, uh, a, uh, he sounded like Jalen, Jalen's new spouse or something like that. My man got paid. That's all that matters. I don't care what you're talking about. That's what you sound like right now. You love him way too much. I, I'm, I'm like, the dude, he's not limited, but like, come on now. What's the upside, man? Come on. What are we doing? Ooh, well, we'll see what the upside is this upcoming season. Okay. Now, well, yeah, we got to prove it, right? Okay, I, I okay, feel that. That's it. There you go. Don't get mad. What's the What's the old saying, Zulu? Don't hate the player, hate the game. Word. Or don't hate the game, hate the player. You know what I mean? But it's like he's the player, man. Don't hate the player, hate the game. It's the game. It's the business. He earned it. End of story. 
Oh, no doubt. You know, you get people get paid for coming in second place. It's fine. No, I love it. It's mm. beautiful. So we going to move through because we got to talk about a thing that's really important. Not Eagles fans because they think they're overly important. You know how they are. Uh, we, we, we didn't have an episode for the wild card round, but we, we should we should gonna express our feelings about what happened in the wild card round. We're gonna zip right through it. It wasn't a whole lot. We'll start with the elite. Uh, Taco and Bucks, they went at it. It was, uh, it was a formidable battle. It was one of the most interesting games in the playoffs, even though it went the way that it probably was supposed to. What, what do you think, Zola? Well, two things. Number one, um, and I know Bucks, perhaps soon after that game, was thinking about this. Also, um, it happened to uh, Mo Train when he played Knowles. The arc on the ball fucked L. Bucks. He had a beautiful pass. You know, it, it, it was one of those games where I knew L. Bucks was going to fight. He put up a hell of a fight. But the arc on the ball has been they. You know, like when you put PS3 code on a PS4 engine that's on a PS5 game, it fucks up the game. And the arc on the ball is not the way it was on release night. I saw it when Motrain played Knowles. He he, he threw a, a beautiful pass. Should have been caught in stride. Instead, it's picked off by a guy that's behind him. Same thing with L. Bucks. He threw a pass. I think it was to his tight end. The linebacker or safety is beat, but intercepts the ball <laughs> behind the tight end. And, Damn. you know, in that kind of game, especially against Taco, you cannot afford to turn the ball over. And, again, I, I mean, I salute Bucks. He had a rough season. But he, I mean, he played like a playoff coach in that game. I salute him. You know, I didn't see all that game, but uh, it went down to the nitty-gritty. I mean, 17-14. I remember what it was, 17-14. But uh, I do remember one time where I think that Taco went for it and Bucks stopped him. And they gave Taco the first down. And that was it. I mean, you know, I've seen that <clears throat> quite a few times here lately in the playoffs where, you know, it looks like I think somebody was playing. We're down on the one-yard line. And the dude was in. It was a touchdown. But they said, nope, stopped him at the one. I'm like, wow. Yep. So yep. I don't know if that was your game or not, Clock. But I remember that, that it was got down to the one. And you got in there. Somebody got in there. Because his, his leg or something was over the goal line. But they said nope and uh, had to turn the, turn the ball over. So, um, oh, yeah, that wasn't my that wasn't my game. That was my game. That was a, yeah, last game okay. I played. Right. But yeah, was, I mean, it turned out pretty uh, good, you, right? Bucks, Bucks played, Bucks played well, man. And uh, I was proud of him. We spoke. Uh, Taco is a crafty, crafty uh, player. And um, he pulled it out. I famously diss uh, uh, El Taco. I think he's a piece of shit. He, he's, uh, his mama wears uh, army boots and shit. But this man has uh, put together a resume that I, I have. I have to now. I have to now acknowledge because uh, the dude, the dude puts numbers up against people that that uh, that matter. And El Bucks matters. And we had another game in the Elite Roll Tide versus Skip, and it turned out the way we thought it would. But we started seeing hints of something for the future. Uh, wouldn't wouldn't you say this was this was a this was this game was kind of a a portent for what would happen later, Zulu? I'll put it this way: uh, two things. One, Roll Tide. In my opinion, if Roll Tide plays that game again, I think he beats Skip. Um, he it's it, it's a clash of styles. Number one, like Roll Tide likes like an explosive offense. I don't know how much he labbed though, right? Because 
that game got away from him. Like you could see what he wanted to do, which I, I don't have a problem with strikers. I think that if you like to throw the ball about 23, 24 yards down the field, I think that can break someone who relies on the run game. That can just break them in half. But yeah. you can't throw picks, right? Like, like that's the trade-off. Uh, you, you absolutely cannot throw picks. So if you're rusty and you like to throw the ball down the field, you're only two throws away from getting blown the fuck out. And so that, that like, Roll Tide needed to have played this game like a month and a half ago when he was hot, when he was making up games, when he had all his reps. This was not the game to go into when you've had a little bit of time off and you may not have had as many reps as you would have wanted. And Skip is a defensive coach. The Now, to go to Clock's point, though, Skip's is, Skip is waiting for you to throw the ball. That's his defense. That's his defensive philosophy. I really don't give a fuck about the run game. I'm waiting for you to make a mistake. And if you don't make a mistake, I'm gonna I'm gonna just steal the ball from you. And you know, that's what happened. You know, uh roll tide. We we spoke before that game and everything, and I thought he was ready. But uh like like you just said, when you start throwing the ball around on Skip, Skip's got great such great manuals, man, that uh he's just waiting. Waiting for you to make that mistake. And then most of the time when you make the mistake, you make it down in your own territory where he doesn't have far to go to get a touchdown. And then he's up seven zip, boom, just like that. And then things start going haywire. And, you know, speaking of haywire, I've really noticed that that damn meter, man, <laughs> I tell you, when you get that damn momentum on your side, you can really lock down a game in the second half start in the third quarter if you've got that momentum because right, right. so many different things happen to you to the opponent you know they drop passes you know if you look up on the screen you'll see that the attributes that you know they jump out at you and you say fuck man you know you, you do be wide open you drop a ball or 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 you know he'll fumble or you know whatever it is and, or, and then you start getting the wavy lines and all that. And it, it's so difficult, man, once you don't have that momentum. So that that really comes into play, and it's going to come into play in these playoffs too a lot. Actually, it like, already has. Yeah, no, that's what I was going to say. I, I, was, I think it's already it's already been here. It, it was a little a little bit of, of that was there when, uh, when I was playing Knowles for, uh, in the wild card game. Um, it, was, it, was, it was tougher than it should have been. Um, but – uh, no, you know, nose, nose ain't nothing to cough at. Uh, what, what did you, what did you see in the, in the game I played against Nose? He well, Nose wanted to pound the rock, man, and and we all know that. You knew it, you know, going in, and it was your job to try to stop him. And then, as soon as he goes to the air, you're waiting on that. And uh, I, I don't, I don't remember how many times you picked him, but you're, you, you know, you got those, those good manuals, you know. Uh, for when somebody wants to pass and then you guys are that fucked up defense, y'all be running back and motherfuckers up 25 yards and shit like that. So nobody can get behind <laughs> you. Right. And it has to be underneath. But also what I've seen is under the underneath patterns, especially with Bull and a couple of these other games I watched, you got to be real careful there too. You know, I ran a, 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 a semi-wheel route against P Padoria and, and his safety was back or the corner it was the corner safety because the corner went with the with the receiver 
Safety came down so fast and disrupted that play. Didn't pick it, but he disrupted it. And that's just my backfield, my, my back out the backfield. And it wasn't just like a little wheel route, just a little hook, boom. But by the time I threw the ball, the safety was down already. So, you know, um, <clears throat> little things like that, man, that uh, that I'm starting to see now uh, is really uh, coming into play. Because you still have to be careful throwing the ball underneath, even though the, you, you guys, you, a couple other you guys are playing that defense, that you're back way up, you know, it's to cover four, you know, either it's, you know, cover four or, 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 or it's to cover four man. And, uh, you know, everybody's playing it. So we'll see what happens. But, you know, we'll see what happens because uh, I think watching Bull, uh, he's starting to switch up a lot and uh, bring different defenses. So we'll, we'll see what happens on that. But, you know. Did you see a lot of cover four? In this in this game, Zula, I don't think I don't think I played a lot of cover four in the game I had against Knowles. I don't I don't recall. I don't recall. Uh, well, I can make a comment about cover four, but I don't recall how much cover four was played in the game. There, there's been a lot of cover four played in the playoffs, but so, so in my in my opinion, there are two things going on in the forty nickel man football league. Coaches are being exposed. And what I mean by that specifically is that you're finding out that there are people who don't know how, how to attack a defense. Cover four is yep. has some yep. real fucking weaknesses. So for for cover four to be a trend means that there are coaches who don't grasp the weaknesses of the cover four. And I'm not talking about, oh, you throw to your halfback. Because, no, I'm talking about like, do you know how to attack it? And and I think that that has that that approach, along with the fact that cover four helps stop the run. It ain't that great because you know the linebackers should be doing something, but um, right, they um, on vacation and shit. They on vacation, but the fact <laughs> that it helps stop the run is frustrating. Coaches who need certain outcomes to win. So when I think about ten man Landon Bella Knowles and a little bit of skip. But I'll talk about Skip in his game later. But th certainly those three, when they're riding high, meaning that they have the lead, it's very difficult for their opponents, including Clockworkman, including uh, Taco um, and J-Dub, it's very difficult for them to kind of rebuff that attack. You, you know, if you start rumbling for like five yards of carry, and your opponent doesn't have an answer other than the all-out blitz, you're going to break one. The problem, though, is that all three of those coaches, the moment the run game was taken from them, right, like their opponent gets the lead or the clock is against them, you saw their limitations. It may be due to the fact that they may be playing with teams that they aren't accustomed to playing with, Maybe you're a mid-season replacement coach. Perhaps the team that you have changed, right? Like over the course of the NFL season, they didn't perform as highly as everyone expected. So now you have a roster that perhaps doesn't match your skill set. Whatever the case may be, though, the pure runner, like the, the guy who invests in multiple running attacks, but perhaps isn't as invested in the passing attack 
those runners have, have, have disappeared from the playoffs. And that's an inversion of what happened over the last two years in the 40 league. So, so, so again, I would say that Knowles played a very strong game against clock. The moment clock said, Hmm, I'm gonna let you kick a field goal, but I'm not gonna let you have a touchdown. That's when the, the game flipped. And you could tell that, that there were times like Knowles needed to let one loose, get a 15, 20 yard pass, you know, Lord forbid, you know, throw anything over 25 yards. No, he couldn't do it. He, he was in like a lock box that the ball was not going to go any farther than nine yards. And clockwork said, well, shit, I'll let you ride the clock then. You can go all the way. You can go 80 yards down the field. And if it takes you four fucking minutes, that's great. Cause I'm winning this game. And, and, and that was it. No pun intended. Pun intended. Are you trying to give this son of a bitch credit to them? Right now, but he ain't going to get no credit in like two minutes. Oh, that's what I was getting ready to say. Please don't give him too much damn credit, man, okay? Because his head, his head, I'm sitting here listening to his head swole right now and shit. You know, you guys. His head will talk. not, in a minute, his head will not fit in the condom. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> yeah. hey, speaking of swollen, speaking of swollen tips of dicks, Pejoria and Heater played an interesting game. <laughs> Wow. It's, so, yeah, because this because we don't want to spend because this is a, an important thing, we're, we're going to make this a little bit meta here. Uh, Heater and I have had played the same man and had had a had problems with him. But if you looked at the actual games and I'm skipping ahead a little bit, I know. And, but this is important. Um, it's important for me to say that Heater actually played a better game against Petraea than I did. We both lost, but Peter played his game and he was able to, he might have he might have been slow to it. But he played his game. You know, he's on some Michael Jeffrey Jordan shit where it's like, well, no, I don't lose. Just run out of time. I think if Heater had another quarter or something, it would have been close, and I think he would have pulled it out. With that being said, he did lose in this, in this round. Uh, Heater, can you give us some, some pointers on why, what, what you saw from Pedroia that gave, uh, that gave you the, 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 the hard time? Yeah. You know, actually, Clark, and I appreciate what you said, man, you know, but it still makes no difference, but what I saw is that, look, I could run on him. I made mistakes, man. I made some crucial, crucial mistakes. There was a time, <clears throat> well, he jumped out on me first because I, I, you know, I stopped him. I made him punt, and I'm driving, and I throw a pick, and he scores. Boom. You know, man. seven zip. And then... uh he had he put together a drive after I threw another pick, you know, and that was a pick that shouldn't have happened. It was one of those Madden picks and shit, man. Mm, I look at things like this. If I have a receiver that's a 99 speed, 90, 98 speed on a linebacker, there's no fucking way that linebacker is supposed to stay with him. So that's true. That's true. I had Quez inside in the box and I'm like, OK, so I hot routed him. To, to, to the left, and I'm like, okay, the one linebacker I'm going to take out to play with the tight end. Man, I, I, I couldn't believe it. I'm, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. I'm like, this fucking linebacker can't stay with Quez. So as soon as I saw a little daylight, I thought I saw daylight, the linebacker turns around and jumps on the ball, boom, takes it, boom, you know. And I'm like, okay, so now I'm down 14. So then I drive down to about the 10. 10-yard line, and my hard head, this is me just being, you know, hard-headed and, and and not playing like I usually play, you know, warming up, labbing, nothing. I hadn't played in like three weeks. So 
And I'm not going to use that as an excuse. But if you don't play every day, every other day, you know that. You, you know, you start missing shit, man. So I felt like that I could beat him on a little hook route, you know, to the tight end. And, you know, sure enough, man, Buffalo's, Buffalo's defensive backs, you know, have a tendency to jump shit, man, in this game that they just react. And the tight end was open for a split second. And all of a sudden, the, the linebacker jumps over there, huh, grabs the ball, takes the bitch to the house, and flips the game. Now it's 21-nothing. And that made it a little more difficult. Then I think I kicked a field goal or something like that, 21-3. But uh, th- then it was all up uphill battle, man. And uh, But it, I still made it interesting. It wasn't like that he scored at will or anything like that. He had some nice plays uh, that I like to have back. But um, it, it, I'm going to play better, man. I, I'm going I'm, I'm to be better. That's all I'm going to say. I'm, I'm going to be better because I was really upset about that game because I feel like if I can stay in the game with Pedora, I can beat him. Yep. Because my defense is better than his defense. And I, I just feel like that. That, that, wow. and, and I'm not using I'm not using all the deep drop zone shit and all the coaching shit and all that. I don't use none of that. I use my head. So, you know, um, that's just how I felt, man. And when I seen him play you, it was basically the same thing. Because yep. you had some good drives that you put together and you had some throws that looked like they were open. And here he fucking here they come. Jumping up in the air like circus fucking clowns, grabbing the ball and shit. So, you know, because I don't think you played a bad, bad game myself. I mean, I think you threw sometimes, like I did, where you shouldn't have thrown. You didn't have to throw. You understand? But, you know, we do those simple things, and and I've done it, and that's something that I have to learn to stop doing. So here, so so I'm going to say this before we we go to the uh, golden pipes of the Zulu dude. Pedroia is likely to go to the Nickel Bowl, and you, you know I believe every word you just said. So I, I don't want to hear you talking about retirement when you you're basically there with the you know with the potential Nickel Bowl champ. So I, I don't want to hear one more word about on the mixtape at all about you retiring because you're there, you're right there. You just got to clean it up. You just said it yourself. You ain't got to believe me. You said it yourself. So no more of that retirement talk. But Zulu, I know we just talked about this shit, but. This is sensitive to you. So we're we going to go back to, we're going to go to the elite now. We're going to just go to the shit that really matters. You know, this this elite conference, looking at how these people are playing, how do you feel about all stuff that's been going on? I mean, like, this is this is a monumental time. People aren't even talking about this. You, you, skip and Bull in the divisional round. I'm calling it. While we are seeing heat rise from the ashes like a phoenix, I think we've just seen the death of one of the greatest nickelbacks we've had. I think that's wow. it. That's it. I think that's it for Skip. That's it. Ain't no Skip no more. That's it. Damn, the death of him, Clark. The death of Skip. One. There, there, he. We just call him Skip for now. On. There is no more wonder. There's no more wonder. Who wonders oh. anything? We know what Skip is. There's Damn. no wonder. So I want to. I, I just wanted to say for a moment that there was a point in time when Clark Workman said he loved Skip. In fact, he said, I, I love Skip. Skip Wonder. I love him. And and now, you know, sometimes people in Chicago like to rub up against 
another man's leg. They said this man go. has a stronger leg. Here we go. Here we go. So oh, shit. while Bull might be somebody's son, I think he has a different relationship with the city of Chicago. My point. Wow. 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 My, wow. My point this wasn't in the notes. What the hell? I missed, <laughs> I missed the game live. I talked about it on Discord. I did not get the notification. I've been looking forward to the shit. I was working. I was I was literally writing at my uh, uh, laptop. I was going to have it propped up on my phone so I could work and swivel, work and swivel. I missed the whole bitch. I'm, I'm pissed off about it. So I rewatched. I, I, excuse me. I watched the replay. Uh, that game has gone down in folklore. Oh, my God. Skip got his ass beat. Oh, my God. And so I watched it. That 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 game was not the blowout that the score would indicate in the first half. In the first half, let me be very clear. In the first half, Bull ran the ball three straight times on his uh, first drive. He couldn't convert, so he went for it on fourth. Got it. Then the next drive, he could not convert on fourth. Punted. So. Skip had some really bad luck, and he also had some misfires. He threw a pick. It, it, it was the kind of ugly, fast throw that you see uh, when someone hasn't had reps. Someone doesn't trust the read. Someone is a little uncomfortable. So he quick passed a pick on his first interception. He was really trying to run the ball down Bull's throat, take away uh, Bull's coverage advantage. Then on the next drive, the quarterback fumbled. That ain't on Skip. What's on Skip, no, but, though, but is that's one of those, yardage. That's that shit, Zulu. That's that damn uh, 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 momentum thing, man. They, you know, everybody has different things that happen to you, and I believe that that's probably one of those where he fumbles, but you know, like, I got to commend Bull, and I don't care if Clock calls him my son or whatever, because he changed his defense around just for Skip. And he inserted some shit that Skip never saw or didn't expect. And, you know, and, and yeah, to stop you, that but, run, go ahead. What was you going to no, say? My, my, I, have a, I have a different point. It's not that I'm saying Bull played poorly. My point, though, is that Skip, the only, the only uh, mistake that I think Skip made is that he um, – Put himself in long yardage because he was. If you fuck, if you're gonna run the fucking ball, get out of shotgun. Just get the fuck out of shotgun. Put a do some old school, ugly yellow mustard right, and black, right, uh, right, whatever they right. call themselves, black and blue shit, yeah, black and right. blue shit. Wave the ugly towel and put a fullback out there and just force him to just blitz you, right? But I don't yeah. want to see you running out of shotgun when Bull's like, oh, I'm feel I feel very comfortable now. I'm gonna. Blitz you out a dollar, and I'm a, I'm gonna sit there and 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 nickel three through five and zone you, but I'm a, I'm a, a baseline and have everybody crashing around the middle. Like I, fuck all that. Put a fullback on the. But I don't have a problem with the strategy. The only th that that was the only mistake. But I have a problem with the strategy. He looked rusty in the pass game, and again, I'm not taking anything away from Bulls' uh, defense because I loved his manuals. I loved the way that Bull made. Skip think it seemed like Skip was pausing a little bit to think about what he was seeing, but Skip looked rusty. There were times when the ball floated on him. The guy, the receivers were open. The ball floated, and that allowed the defender to swoop in and intercept it. Right, uh, right. Even no, right. even no. on short passes, even on no. short yeah. passes, Skip no. would 
throw a little sooner than he should have because he was worried about a pick that led to a pick. So I'm not not only am I not going to call Skip Wash, in the past I've said Skip was disinterested. That's different. Yeah, I I wouldn't say it either. You're right, Zulu. Yeah, I wouldn't say he's okay. Y'all can okay. Look, y'all can go to y'all in Jupiter. That's cool. So I got two things here that makes me know he's washed. First of all, I saw a detergent. Mm. He uses he uses Clorox. First of all, second of all, <laughs> I watched I watched the game, and I knew exactly what Bull was doing. Exactly, I knew exactly what was going on. I later spoke to Bull on and for one of the other games, and we talked about it. He was like, "Oh no, I just." I was just doing shit. I was just doing, and I knew exactly what he was doing because I play 160,249 CFM games. Sometimes people's defenses are, I'm going to flip the 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 uh, assignments to man, and they call whatever I want an audible over, so that there's a cover three that looks like a cover four, or I have a cover two that's a cover right. one. Right. Just, right. just to confuse, which actually means if and you play did. this game, right? But what what that actually means is you can have anything you want. You could send somebody deep. You could. Send, you just have to actually throw the ball to the people that are open. You can't do the skip shit where you're like, oh, look, there's a hole there. I'll throw it. Oh, there's a hole there. I'll throw it. Because what, what Skip does, and what y'all, you know, this is what we haven't talked about. Skip hasn't actually played a real game of Madden in a very long time. He takes advantage of what you're not doing. You'll see your easy cover four. Like, okay, well, I'll throw it to the halfback. And every now and then, things get maybe a little tough. Maybe he'll actually run his real offense. Maybe he'll actually use his brain to do shit. Told you, I was sure he's bored. But you, you're not gonna be bored. You shouldn't be bored against the champ. If you're bored against the champ, you are washed. You are done. Okay, you, you, you and in Chicago, they're also hard of hearing. I said in the past, he has been disinterested. In my opinion, he wanted to win this game, but two things: quick passing. He didn't let his fucking receivers finish their route. Number two, because, like, and I agree with you on this point, because Bull was giving him different looks, he didn't have the one throw route, right? Or he knows he knows for a fact, oh, this guy's open. I don't even have to think about it, right? Instead, he, he made Skip kind of pause at the line of scrimmage. He made Skip say, hmm, I don't know if I trust this. I don't know if I like yep. it. He was yep. uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, but, but he I, did I have the one quickie, that, Lulu. He had what, the say one again? quickie. He had the one quickie throw, but it got picked. Yes. And that was the one where I was, we, we, you and I were speaking about it, where the receiver is on the inside next to the tackle. Yes. And he, he just streaked down the field, and he was open for a second. For a second. But the thing is, is that the safety, whatever Bull did, he brought the safety down just a little bit. The safety reacted so fast that as soon as he threw that ball, the safety darted to the receiver, and by the time the ball got there, Bull picked it. Yeah, but the ball was right theory. there. You know? Hold on. Yeah, but the, I got but, bad news. So, hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. Okay. I got bad news about that because I know exactly what you're talking about. Skip through the high pass there. Now, for y'all in Jupiter, it doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. You throw a high pass, and there's any kind of traffic. What you're doing is uh-huh. saying, "Hey, safeties." corners come on down catch up to whatever throw that you actually see in the air oh uh, i see i see you can't okay, I, I know this us, because i've thrown i've thrown 160,000 interceptions like that so i yes. know this and we will talk about that in a minute my my point though was that first well first i'm a better passer than you so yes i i i i i understand nuance more importantly though skip had no business throwing that in the first place 
To fit that in and to make sure the safety didn't get in there, he had to quick pass it. The ball carried on him, which is what I said initially. The ball, he saw that the guy was open, but the ball carried. That gave the safety time. But I'm telling you, let's go backwards. I don't like that throw to begin with. Like, like at this point in the Madden year, there are very few surprises in the passing game. Like, you know, like I said earlier, that that if a tight end runs a post and you're trying to throw it over his head, over his shoulder, that the, the linebacker DB safety can just jump up and intercept it. That was not true in August. It's true now. We've played enough Madden to know that those passes are 50-50. Like, maybe if you have fucking Brett Favre and Peyton Manning, maybe that ball will go over. Maybe you got special X factors, but everybody else you got no business trying that shit. Skip a little bit of rust, a little, you know, bull made him uncomfortable, but he said, Oh, I got this shit. This is at least a 10, 15, might be fucking 20 yard pass. Right. That should look like desperation to me. It sure didn't. Wow. Damn. So long story short, I would just say that skip is not washed. Um, but that is that was not a good outing because last year Bull knocked him out in the playoffs also, and he put up a better fight last year. Well, I'm gonna tell you what else has a lot to do with it too. Skip's a competitor. Now, yeah. as we get older, there's competitors that come into our league every season. So there's always gonna be that diamond in the rough, Rick and Bull, Medoria, and uh so now they got a little bit more competition and they're getting their ass handed to them every now and then. So you may lose interest or whatever you want to call it, but it, it, it's gotten a little tougher for you to just walk into that nickel bowl. You ain't just walking into that nickel bowl like you used to. And, uh, you know, I, I, I've seen that, you know, uh, here the last few years back, you know, I mean, that's the way it's been. Look at that the last like, few years. Look, who's won a nickel bowl? Who's won a nickel bowl that's been here for a long time? Except for J Dub. Think he about it. He was our savior. He, he is our we savior. Rican won uh, uh, three years ago. Huh? huh? Rican won three years ago. Was it three years or four? It was three. Okay. No, I, I forgot about it too. That's, it's, that's it's by a, me. No, so, they brought I, back I, the whole giving shit away. They they brought back the that, the uh, nickel bowl, uh, uh, you know, free uh, free nickel bowl uh, give out shit that they did when you were a camp. Yeah. So wow. you know. So 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 I, I, I and I agree with your point he, that because uh, you know I I I'm quite glad that guys like Tin Man have come in and said you're gonna have to fight a little bit harder to get to the playoffs. You're going to have to fight a little bit harder to get out of the wild card. You're going to have to work your ass off to get out of the fucking conference game. You're going to have to work a fucking... I'm talking about Tin Man, though. I ain't talking about him yet because, you know, I'm talking about the Bulls and the Pedoras, the the ones that... uh, Tin Man... uh, I'm not comparing Tin Man to Bull. My point, though, is whenever a newbie comes in and makes the playoffs, it knocks out a vet. Which goes oh, to yeah. your point. That's, yeah, yeah. that's your point, right? So that, I'm agreeing with you there that the 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 influx of newbies is it is it isn't just that newbies have come in and, and won some rings. 
right, it's that right. newbies have also come in and knocked out people who thought they were just gonna waltz into the fucking playoffs. That's you were high on you were high on Tin Man though, wasn't you? You and Clock. You said Tin Man's gonna go far I'm in still the playoffs. Well, I'm still yeah, high on Tin Man. Well, yeah, for next season. No, I'm saying he he, he he's I mean, Clock, you know, I don't know if this is where you want to go. So let me I don't know if I should pause or whatnot, but Tin Man had every go opportunity ahead. to blow blow out Taco. Well, yeah, 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 but <clears throat> we'll get to that when 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 we start talking about that game. But uh, I got some things to say about that that Tin Man could have avoided, and uh, Tin Man hey, could have won ahead. the game. Actually, go ahead, talk about well, it. Well, Tin Man had him up. What was it, fourteen to three? I, I think it was fourteen to three. Yeah, and he got cute, man. Instead of continuing to do what he was doing, running the ball, short passes, he tried a long pass, and Taco picked it, started a little drive, went in and scored. So now it's 14-10. So I'm like, okay. After the kickoff, instead of him running the ball again, he comes right out passing. Now Taco picks it off and takes it to the house or takes it to the one or something. Boom, another touchdown. Complete flip of the of the of the game. Now it's 17-14. And from there on out, the momentum stick was filled up and they was giving him everything, man. And that's what happens. But that's what I'm saying. So I think if Tin Man would have came out and stuck to his guns. Like, like I should have done. Like, like Clock should have done. We all make mistakes, but if he'd have stuck to his guns running, he'd have made it harder for Taco because Taco couldn't do nothing. But those flips changed that momentum and gave him, you know, different things that he could do now, and that's what happened. Yeah, that's agree, just my thought. But, but one of those two, one of the two picks was a Motrain pick. One of the two picks was a L Bucks pick, meaning that he had the um linebacker beat the corner that was on his wide receiver, or excuse me, let me say it differently. The boundary corner left the flanker, ran toward the tight end and intercepted it. So the 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 man the man who was who was who was assigned to either the slot or the tight end was beat. Ten men threw the ball. That should be a catch. Instead, the boundary corner who was assigned to someone else and he had his back turned, peeled off of his fucking receiver, ran toward the tight end, the target, and picked it off. That pick he had no control over. Now the other one that that pick six shit. It's like ooh, now that was. But that's what they do though. That's what they do. Just like you just said, the dude at peeled this point back, in the year, yes, you, know, you have to know yes, that. Yeah, and they pe and he peeled back like yep. he knew, like he's got eyes in the back of his damn head, and he knew that ball was coming. He said, "Well, yep. I'm gonna lead this guy because it ain't going to him, and I'm gonna peel back and I'm gonna pick the ball." Yep. And that's just there's nothing you can do about that. That's Shout what out I, to, I believe. Uh, yep. Shout I believe that's he, uh, he 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 actually described all that you're talking about. He's remember I, don't, I think you were on the call. He said it's called he called it uh the newbie pressure. Yeah, remember the newbie, newbie pressure. pressure. Shout yeah. out the bulls newbie pressure. Ten man, bulls, you'll get over bulls, it. Bulls thing. He said the newbie pressure got the newbie ten man. pressure. So that, that's right. That's coming from bull. You know. So 
So Tin Man, as I said earlier, Tin Man ran the ball, but when he was pressed to throw, because the game isn't over, right? Like it's okay, you throw pick six right before the end of the half. I mean, seconds away from the end of the half, which is heartbreaking, right? But the game isn't over. Paco played his ass off. He he started out rough, couldn't stop uh Tin Man's game. Taco said, Oh, we're gonna make some fucking coaching adjustments. But we ain't gonna we ain't gonna let you just run all over us in, in, in the second half. Taco said, Oh no, no, I'm a, I'm a vet now. Y'all, y'all can't call me young lion no more, motherfucker. I'm trying to win a nickel bowl. And and so Tin Man, I still say he should have won that game. But however, Taco said, No, no, no. You you gave me life, and now I'm gonna give you death. And that was it. And 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 I I I really, I mean, I felt like Taco get re, kind of grabbed his own composure kind of settled down and said okay new brand new fucking game and you saw why taco was an early favorite long ago you know back in august and september right, when right, we were talking right, about the, right. the, the, the upcoming season that you right. saw the other taco like no 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 i'm a contender yeah dog. yeah yeah because you know he flipped it I mean that score was twenty six fourteen. I believe that was the final score, and that's a, that's a hell of a flip, man. I mean, when you're flip. down fourteen three, and you scored twenty six, well, uh, uh twenty three unanswered. Yeah, uh, I, 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 that's pretty damn good, man. And then keep yeah. him from scoring, right? So I mean, you know, uh, Taco did his thing and everything, man. But uh, we'll see what happens because I think. Things are really going to get down to the nitty gritty right now. Yep. Um, it's going to get real, real interesting. I do believe that you're right, Mr. Heater. I think um, one of the most interesting reasons why you're right is to watch um, the what I would call the debacle, uh, which is uh, the J-Dub and Mandabella game, the All-Star Conference. I don't know if y'all saw that game, but... Um, there's a lot of just like, like Landon, Landon Bella got to where he was supposed to got to where he was he he was supposed to be as he would think where he was by doing like three things. Motherfucker got like three plays. So who am I to say no? If the three plays work, then all right, cool. But like we got people that do three plays in this in this round. They've got people who have more than three plays and just have some bad luck, like a heat. Or a ten man that just can't get over the hump. So, and then you got people like Pedroia and J Dub. All they gotta do is just sit and look at you funny because they have teams that have large testicles and uh, very thick dicks. Just sit there. You ain't gotta do shit. You ain't gotta do a goddamn thing. Yeah, they, they, they react. They yeah, they they react, man. They have those they react guys for you. That, yes, you ain't yes. gotta do shit. So yeah, well, so you saw the same thing I did. Then he, what what you what you think about that game? Well. I mean, you know, J-Dub, man, J-Dub, he, I think Zulu told me this a long time ago. J-Dub has come to the point now where J-Dub, he wants to lay back. He wants to lay back and let you do what you're going to do. And he just waits for you to make a mistake. You know, his manuals have gotten very well. He's got a good defensive team, and he waits for you to make, make a mistake. And then when it comes to his offense – He's toned his offense to where he's got like, I guess, four good plays that passing plays where he can beat you at any given time if you're not ready for him. 
you know, those are those one play touchdowns or whatever, you know, that they want to call them and everything. But um, Landon Bella, yeah, he's only got the stretch, stretch left, stretch right. He might run up the middle every now and then or, or, or a little drag or a slant. That's it. He also and, has a stretch. And, 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 <laughs> well, I said the stretch, yeah. I don't, did you forget <laughs> but, um, about the stretch, too? Yeah, the stretch. <laughs> but he'll go up the seam every now and then with a pass, but he's not going real far. It, it, you know, he'll go seven yards or ten yards maybe, try to. But he's not He's not the passer that's going to go 30, 40, 50 yards like we do, clock. You know, air it out and stuff like that. So, you know, um, it, it was kind of like a boring game to me, but um, I, I I just think that your game with Pedroia was a little bit more exciting than that uh, to me because I really thought you were coming back. I really thought, but you caught a couple bad breaks that happen in the game once that momentum shit happens. It 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 gives you makes you have bad breaks, man. People drop fucking balls that they should catch. You know, I dropped two touchdown passes in Pedoria's game. So, mm. one in the back mm. of the end zone and one in the front near the pylon where I came down with it and they knocked it out of my fucking hands. And then in the back of the end zone where I catch it and then he sticks his hand in there, boop, and knocks the ball out. So, yeah. you know, those things happen. And it's going to really, really heat up now because I I said earlier, I think I said earlier that I got J-Dub getting to the nickel bowl. And I think I'm going to stick with that, okay? Because unless Pedora comes up with something creative, I think J-Dub knows how to beat him. I, I really do. And then, of course, on the other side, I mean, you know, I got Bull coming in over there because Taco, I don't think Taco can handle him now. Bull remembers what Taco did last season. And Bull's not going to let that happen again. So I think Bull held back. And like Doc says, sometimes you play. Uh, what is it, Doc? You say you play. Uh, you don't really play your game. You're playing not to lose, but you called it something. You know, you're playing a little bit more passive and shit like that. You're not playing like you usually right. play. Um, if he plays like that against Bull, Bull will crush him. Okay. See, but here's Taco, the truth. Here, here's the truth. Let's just let's just cut it. Let's just cut through all all the bullshit. We all know conservative J Dub can't win Nickel Bowl. Conservative J Dub will lose. We've seen it time and time again. The one time he won a Nickel Bowl, he was he knew he was outmatched. He said, "I'm just going to be a different person." He won a Nickel Bowl, right? And so, and I, I give him props. I've given him props already. Of course, he forgot about that shit, and everybody forgot about that shit because I own his fucking whole universe. But that doesn't matter. When you put J Dub in a corner. On some dirty dancing shit, you put baby in the corner. He's no, he's he's nothing. He's not even he's not even Landon Bella. He's not. He's not. Damn I, man, he don't even see his own shadow, man. Well, I mean, it, what can you say about a person that either used to be a shadow or is a shadow? That means that you, mm. you your de your default is to be transparent, and that someone can step right through you. And right, that's what I right, did when right. I played him last. Let's just step right through him. That's just not even a thing. Conservative wow. J Dub, conservative J Dub is 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 a bum. J Dub that that asserts himself is not the most dangerous player in the Nick, but he is he's probably top five most dangerous player. That's a whole nother conversation we have. 
He's very dangerous because you don't know what he's going to do. And he, I mean, and he doesn't know what he's going to do. But I saw conservative J-Dub beat Landon Bella, which tells me that he will think that, oh, this is okay. He's going to get mollywhopped. He is not going to the Nickel Bowl. He's not. It's just not. Let's just keep it, keep it a buck, keep it a hundred, whatever these kids want to so say. So you're saying, so you're saying, Fedoria, Fedoria is going to crush him then. Fedoria, he, he, in his happy-go-lucky self, will say, "Well, I'll just play what I play." Da, 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 da. Right, and right. his, his bills will beat him. So he's well, uh, Fedoria won't beat London. Fedoria won't beat J Dub. The bills will. Yeah, because yeah, you're right. Because yeah, you're right, Clark. Because J Dub will play conservative against him, and that you can't do that. You have to open it up against him because you want to stop his attack. Because he has such a great offensive passing attack, man. You have to shut off all lanes, and then at the same time, you can't let him get behind you. You know, with Diggs or somebody like that, because that boy has an arm, and he just lofts that shit up there, and they come down with it, man. He threw so, one pass when we played that I was unbelievable, man. I still look at this, and because I looked yep, at it on film, yep. I'm like, how the fuck did he throw that ball like that? You know, over two guys' head, and the one guy's in behind him, and the other guy's in front of him, and he drops that shit down in, in the basket, like, you know, but it goes over everybody's head and shit, man. And I'm like, oh, man, this this is unbelievable. So I, I don't know, because I'm not still not going to put anything past J-Dub. J-Dub's not a bum. Yes, I believe he gets, you know, uh, his finger gets a little tight sometimes, but he's J-Dub smart. He's not, he's not, you know, he'll play smart. And if he has to shut it down a little bit and to rely on his defense, I think that he can play good enough defense that he may be able to slow uh, Padoria's offense down. Now, if he can't slow that offense down, he's in a lot of trouble. But Padoria, you can run on him. He can be run on because he plays back so far that you have to catch him at the right times to run the ball and at least try to make him come up a little bit and then you can come up and get a little creative with your pass play. But you saw it. You saw it against Landon Bella. He had all cute and shit. He was like, oh, I don't have to roll with Pollard. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. do this other yeah. shit. It shouldn't have yeah. been close. This is what I'm saying. That, so no. So yeah. let me let me just make it very clear again and then we got to hear what Zulu has to say because look, right. when, when J-Dub is a smart man. I'm going to agree with you, Heater. He said, all right, I'm going to play this way through the season. Not one of these motherfuckers can touch me. Cool. The only person that knew that that was going to happen is me. Because he is on the blood list. He ain't, I'm not losing the J-Dub ever again. It doesn't mean he might, he's not with a nickel ball here. But I'm not losing the J-Dub. I'm just not. That's not even on no talking shit. I just, I know J-Dub. He fucked up and got got in my head. It's always oh, too late already. But I understand other people don't address him that way. So now we have to think, well, is it going to be J-Dub at his best? The aggressive J-Dub? Or are we going to get the Dallas Cowboys in real life, J-Dub, with a bitch roll. That's what I'm saying. I, like, and we saw, and like, he was comfortable with the bitch roll shit because he won. Right, that was the worst right, thing that right. could have happened. It was the right. worst thing because he's confident. He's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit back. And Bajori's going to wipe the floor with him and be like, ha, 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 good game, guy. We always have a good time. And then fucking J-Dub's going to go into hiding and fucking marry Jerry Jones. <laughs> okay, so... We then somehow skipped over the fact that Pedroia wiped Clockwork's uh, anus in that game. He didn't even use toilet paper. He used paper towel. Oh, my Damn. gosh. 
I don't know how y'all can talk all this shit about J-Dub. And I'm sitting here like, you know, 31 to 17, 41 to 28. If if Clockwork had beaten J-Dub, I would have said, you know, even though they split, I don't think J-Dub's going to make the Nicker Bowl. I said that to Clock, didn't I, Clock? That is I said, true. if you beat Pedroia, I said, I don't think J-Dub can get you. No, he, he couldn't have. Nope. However, 31 to 17 and 41 to 28. He didn't just beat Pedroia. Those ain't close games. So let's just start there. He's already done the thing that Clockwork would have liked to do, right? Like Clockwork split, and I'm over here picking clock if he beat Pedroia. Pedroia didn't wipe his ass with a beach blanket and said, okay, now I'm a, I'm a, I got to go to Texas. J-Dub has a little bit of skip in him. J-Dub wasn't up for that getting all due respect. I'm not trying to disrespect nobody. He wasn't up for that fucking uh, 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 divisional game. He'll be up for this motherfucker, though. What will your argument be if he beats Pedroia not once, but twice, but three fucking times to get to the Nicker Bowl? Number two, or actually number three. It's going to be difficult, Zulu. But I it, didn't say it, it was going to be difficult, it, but I'm telling you, yeah. I'm just telling you, I, I want y'all to reflect on that shit. The next right. time we do the show, if he beats him three times in a season, I want to hear a different narrative. All right. Number three. And this helps Pedroia, by the way. This helps Pedroia. There are three coaches for whom I have yet to see their best game. I said this shit on the last show. I haven't seen Bull play his best game. You know how scary that is? I haven't seen Pedroia play his best game. He's out there having fun. Have have y'all do y'all know who Ang is? Like the last airbender? That's fucking that's Pedroia. He's just having oh, a God. good fucking time out there. Okay. Here we go. The third coach for whom we have yet to see his best game is J Dub. J Dub will fuck around and look ugly. Kind of like the real cowboys, by the way. Turn around. Hot, he's hidden his, some of his best plays because the new school Nickelback, they watch all the games, right? Pedroia goes into that game. He may not be ready for some of the plays that he's seen. And now it goes down. Jada, Pedroia, who's got bigger guns? I'm not saying Pedroia can't go to the Nickel Bowl, but the guy that you guys call the shadow you might turn around and have to start calling him the coach. Because if Pedroia sweeps the guy who beat both of y'all, and by the way, Heater ran out of fucking time. He had a slow start. Clockwork, you were, your ass was beat from the moment the whistle was blown. You know that you didn't play your fucking game. You oh, did not that. play your game. I got beat his weeks game. ago. Yeah. Says what? No, he won't. He didn't play his game in the last game. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Wait, let's back up. Are, are, are you telling me that, that you played your game against Pedroia? No, not at all. Look, let, let me, let's get this straight, Mr. Yes. Zulu on, Ju yes, on Jupiter. Yes. Um, first of all, we know the Californians are degenerates, first of all. So let's just start there. Second of all, I got my ass beat by Pedroia before the playoffs started. I was, I was so focused on him, I barely saw a nose, almost fucked up and lost to him. Got my ass beat in the last game to Pedroia. And like, he put, it's been Pedroia on my mind for the whole time. I 
am the official heater spokesmodel for tight sphincters. But it does not mean <laughs> does not mean that I'm wrong about J Dub. I no, know J Dub. I, I understand him. I beat J Dub convincingly because I know him. You split with him. Uh, yeah, okay. But I mean he, he's he has an opportunity. He's he he already swept Pedroia in the regular season. So that's just a fact. He has an opportunity to sweep him for the entire season to establish that J-Dub is the... Now, this is going to make you vomit. He's the best coach in the All-Star Conference if he does it. And there's no argument about, well, this season. No. J-Dub has been a, an ascending star. I'm going to have to reconfigure the conference because of J-Dub. No one's Yo, giving him... If he, if he sweeps Pedroia, I have to reconfigure the fucking conference. He doesn't have any competition. Well, I got him going to the Nickel Bowl. I got him going to the bowl, so I guess he will sweep me. So Check I'm just saying, out. if he does that, y'all got to – we have to have a whole different conversation about the story of the All-Star Conference and the story of the elite. Because when I'm looking at this, I'm saying, you know, if Jada beats him a third time, I have to start calling him the coach. Because if it, if y'all want to run for narrative that – He's a good gone, coach. Then he has learned – a great deal from Skip. He has leapfrogged over clock workmen, and now he's about to go back to his nickel bowl, and he's the only man who can stop Bull from winning back-to-back nickel bowl. Period. And now, story. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to stop you. Right there. <laughs> now, I'm going to stop you right there because he, he ain't going to stop Bull. I'm going to tell you that right now. Okay? Oh, I Bull, Bull will put too much pressure on J-Dub. J-Dub will yeah. crack like a motherfucking egg out in the sun. Okay, or, or an egg that fell from the nest. I don't think J-Dub is there yet. And I ain't taking nothing away from J-Dub. But the play bull, you must come prepared and have extra things in your bag because the stuff that you already have in your bag may not work. However, however, of the two, I can't put no money down that Pejori can beat bull under any circumstance. He he's got now. I'm not saying he doesn't have the skill. Oh, I think he can. He can. I think well, no, the Bills not this like year. see, Cl- not like Clock said something. The Bills could beat Bull because Bill, Bull's not unbeatable. He's not unbeatable. I mean, all it takes is a few mistakes, and those Bills would beat Miami. You understand? Pedroia is you growing know? up, and the, we're watching Pedroia grow up. He's Baby Jordan in a league where there's the Pistons and the Lakers are still running around. He's not ready yet. But J-Dub knows if he's going to beat Bull, he's got to out-coach him. That's his only shot. But the Bull, the Bills ain't going to be the thing that beats Bull. The, the, the fucking Bills, that the Bull's going to look like that and be like, so what? Hell, I got yeah. half my players suspended. I can still beat fucking Buffalo. Yo, he, he ain't scared of he, that. That's what he told me. He told Yo, me he, Bull said that. What yeah, do you yeah, think? He, he's not. He's he's right. He's actually right. If yeah, if Pedroia, yeah. if Pedroia gets there against Bull, if if Pedroia's like, well, the Bull. No, see, it's specific. The, the Bills will beat Jada. The right. Bills can't beat Bull. Bull yeah. has this uh, X gene that's like, well, I don't care who I played. This is what's yep, going to happen. That's right. And like you, mean just said, he got yeah. half his fucking players suspended, and it don't make no difference. It, it makes, makes no, no difference. difference. None. <laughs> you know, he told me that. He said he. Because I said, where's Tariq Hill? 
you know, right. he said, oh, he's suspended for the playoffs and shit. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, I didn't even yes. realize that. You know what I mean? And, and it don't make yes. no difference. So, you know. And, and, and understand, this is why I'm saying Pejora had his shot last year to shock the universe. Couldn't do it. He became a different man against Bull. I even said it. I was like, you know, I wouldn't send the wide um, uh, route running tree that he had in, in the conference game. I'm a little stunned. Pajoya ain't ready, but Pajoya might be ready next year, though. Pajoya, I like his game. I really like, but Jidup, if he beats Pajoya for the third time, I'm going to have to start referring to him as the coach. I might call him the coach out of Texas or coach out of Dallas, but I ain't going to be, he ain't going to be no jokey, jokey Texas shadow. Beat him three times in a season? Three you, times. You can call J-Dub whatever the fuck you want to call him. He'll still be known as the shadow to me because the way he got to where he got is fucking being a shadow. You understand? So that, you can that's, call that's him the is. fucking coach. You can call that's him whatever the fuck you want to call him. I'm going to call his ass J-Dub or whatever. You understand? You know, but it's going to be very this. difficult for him. To I will say cool. this. <laughs> if, I, if he does do such things, um, it's gonna be real difficult for me to talk shit because it's like, because uh, think well, about no, it. No, you can't talk <laughs> shit right now. You can't talk shit right now to JW actually, Clap, because you have his number, but somehow or another he's avoided you in the playoffs, which is okay. He didn't have to fucking play you. You understand? If you'd have held up your end of the, well, if you'd have held up your end of the bargain, you'd have played him and shit. You understand? So right. you know, I mean, so you can't say nothing about that. So JW is just. J Dub, J Dub, and 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 we'll see what happens. But uh, I think that it's gonna be very, very interesting up there, man. But I do have, I had J Dub gone, Bull gone, and Bull will definitely win it. You know, that's my prediction anyway. Uh, I got, I'm gonna come up with a little point spread here for these two, these two, these other two games, man, to get to the Nickel Bowl. Cause uh, what do you think about those games, Clyde? What do you think about Taco? It's, it was Taco and Bull, and 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 and, and, and J Dub, and I. I'll give you my prediction. I think as far as an over, I think that an over would probably be about mm, in that game 52, 53. You know, I think they the combined. They're definitely gonna go over that. Uh, and then as far as winning that game, I'm gonna have to go with Pedora because I mean to win three times, man. I'm sure Padura is very, very intelligent, okay? You see him write those articles and shit and everything, man. It, it looks just like some fucking magazine or something. So you can believe he's watching film and saying, okay, this is how he blew me out, you know, the, those last times. Was my head in it? What was it? You know, and I'm sure he went back to the drawing board. So I would have to give the edge to Padura. Now, I think the game's in, in Dallas, though, right? It's in, it's in Texas, right? That's uh, correct. J Dub is yeah. J Dub's got on field advantage. That means a lot. So I would only give Padura three points. Uh, three point. So Dallas would be a three point dog at home in that game, and in the Bull game and Taco. If Taco plays him like he played last year, man, he 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 he'll beat Bull. He'll upset him because it will be an upset as far as I'm concerned. Because you know, I I think Bull is the man right now okay um but if bull plays his game against taco uh and just you know plays his offense and then shuts taco down bull could bull could blow him out but he could blow him out like 27 to, to 10 
27-7, something like that, because Bully ease up at the end and just lay back, you know, right. and just, you know, let you start passing the ball, and he'll just continue to pick you and pick you and pick you. So those are my predictions. I mean, uh, you know, an over and under for that game will probably be about right around the same 53, 54 points. Well, no, that over and under be in the 40s, probably like 48, because I don't think Taco is going to score that many points. Bull may, but Taco won't. So that's Julie, just... What do you think? What, what, is your, what are your picks for next round? Okay, so um, uh, in the last episode, Clockwork asked me, who do I have in the nickel ball? I said, well, I have to go with Bull and I have to go with Jada, but I, I, I like to see at least one game, right? As I stated before, we haven't seen Jada's best game. Pedroia has to play his best game to beat J-Dub, and I still don't know if he can beat him. Real talk. And I don't think the bitch is going to be close. I think J-Dub wins. Um, Taco, on the other hand, Bull, I think, has had a very comfortable time in the 40 Nickel Madden Football League. That, again, when I talk about realignment, it's with Bull in mind. When I think about realignment, it's possibly with Jadab in mind. And Bull really only has to play two quarters against Taco. If he plays the first quarter and the second quarter, the same way he did with Skip, right? Play the first, second. And this happened last year, by the way, because Skip, again, had a chance to beat Bull, had opportunities, got some picks, and couldn't do anything with him. This year, far worse outcome, right? Bull only has to play about two quarters. Taco plays, if Taco plays four quarters, he will beat Bull. Bull might start saying, hi, I didn't expect this to be tough. But Taco at no point can fall behind. It's it, We're talking blowout like, well, you know, I'm just going to sit back and, you know, cover four, let you hit everything underneath, go all the way down the field, eat four minutes a clock, score, but I'm up two scores, it doesn't matter. Like, it could be ugly or Taco brings it. He's going to have to coach. He's going to have to play. He's going to have to anticipate the, the the very distinct patterns of behavior that you see out of Bull. I don't I don't have a problem with Skip's strategy. I want to repeat that. The people want to talk about Skip is washed. I don't have a problem with Skip's strategy. I don't I didn't like the execution, but execution could be. I mean, he could be rusty. Taco, you can't be rusty. Taco, if you pick this motherfucker off, you have to score on that drive. Take advantage of your opportunity. Hell, didn't Pedroia play Bull and Bull came back in the last minute and then blew Pedroia out? I mean, yeah. isn't that what happened in the regular season? Yeah. But the thing, about, you... the thing about what you're saying, though, Zulu, is that what I'm worried about with Taco, uh, when you say it with him, Bull, see, I don't think Taco is that great of a passer, man. And that's a problem. And and that's and a that's a problem against fucking Bull, man. Yeah. That he wants you to throw that fucking ball. Yeah. You understand me? And once he gets you in that situation to where you have to throw the ball, it's 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 going to be a That's fucking it. problem for you because yep. he's everywhere. You know, you think somebody's fucking open. They're not open. Believe me, they're not fucking open. Unless you get behind him or something like that where you can actually see that your man is wide open. If you fuck around and you throw a slant, where you throw something underneath, he's going to be sitting on that shit and but you're he, not even going to see back him. To, to having a diverse route tree. This is what I was saying before, that if you have a diverse route tree, you can throw on bull. But don't act like, oh, I'm, I'm just going to sit back, hit my corner route. No. Well, I'm going to sit back, hit my elbow right. route. No, you can't just right. be, 
I like to sit on the halfback. I like to hit on. No, you can't sit on stuff. You have to have a diverse route tree. And let's just call it what it is. Can y'all just stop fucking calling shotgun run on first down? You don't think Bulls waiting on that? <laughs> exactly. Shit up. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, darn it. Wow. Like, like I'm watching like these games, bold plays, and I'm like, well, they're gonna pretend like they're gonna pass, but they really don't want to pass. Yeah. Like, fuck all that. Mix yep. up your shit, and then Bull will have to say, "Damn, I'm not certain what the you got to score." And see the oh, thing Jordan. about Bull, though, the the thing about Bull, he's so intelligent. We were speaking over the phone, right? And you know, I, again, I didn't mean to cut you off, Zulu, but I, oh, I watch clock. I watch clock with that fucking coaching shit, man. And you know, I'm sitting here instead of me going over to YouTube and just fucking sitting over there listening and whatever. I'm like, okay, why is he using it now? Why is he using this many yards? Well, <clears throat> Bull explained it all to me, man. The purple zones, the yellow zones, you know. It, it, he explained everything, how that shit works. And you know what? I said to myself, I said, well, if that's how it is, then you have to use it because it's in the game. And it, it'll just be beneficial to you to use it. You just have to know when and how to use it you know drop back you know five yards in the flat 10 yards in the flats he right. says you know before you get to the 50 you just kind of analyze a fucking person you kind of see their tendencies and shit and that lets you know where to set that shit you don't leave it on one thing all the time or whatever you know you may leave it there a couple series and then change it you know what I mean? Because then they're going to have to change because they're not going to be able to get those passes off. So he's very, very smart when it comes to that shit, man. Yeah, and... but I, I, I don't question Bull's intellect at all. I, like I said, I, I, he, he's the favorite to win the Nuka Bowl. We said this. We all said this back in August. However, you either use them or you don't. You either use zone drops or you don't use zone drops. There's at least one coach on this podcast who doesn't use zone drops, and he may go down as the best defensive coach in the history of the 40-knit club, not the league, the club. So it's not that you have to use zone drops, but as an offensive coach, and that's where I'm at, I have to know my landmarks. Like, if I know right. someone that the, that the zone dropper is moving in ways I'm not, that's unexpected, I have to know my plays well enough not to be fucking around, right? You can't just throw blindly, right. which goes back right. to Taco. Taco has to throw at some point, but that doesn't yep. mean he can't run. But you don't come out first down and, and shotgun and think that he ain't ready. He's Bull might say, I don't respect your pass. Yeah. He might just well, come he's out not going to respect his fucking pass. He, that's one thing about Bull. He doesn't respect a lot of people's pass. You know, there's only certain people that, you know, he'll lay back and shit. Uh, other people, he's very, very aggressive, man. And when he starts being aggressive with your passing, and it, see, it's a combination of things, too, though. If you get pressure and he's acting like that, then you really got a fucking problem. That okay. is a strategy. <laughs> that is that is his excellent strategy. That's what got them. That's what got both of them there. This this is what this is about, guys. Right. This is about, right. this is about the elite squad who beat you by strategy. And is it about and it's about the all stars that beat you because their teams are good. Doesn't mean that they're not strategic, Ooh, but to me, for me, it's strategy. It's, for me, it's strategy against against these big dick teams, I, which, which sets me, which sets me up for my pick. And the thing that's going to wrap this up because we got a lot of stuff to talk about next time. And okay. man, this is the this is Taco's time. 
I always believe the strategy beats the, the great teams. And if if Taco can beat Bull, he certainly can beat J-Dub or Pedroia. I believe that in my heart and soul. I think Bull might underestimate Taco. And this is, I, I don't think, I think just like many people, I've underestimated Taco. I talked all that shit and the only person to stand up was Zulu. And now I'm now I've, I'm done. I'm done talking shit about Taco. Every Tuesday, I will, I will worship him. It is his time. If he can beat Bull, he's going to win the Nickel Bowl. Period. That little word, what? though, man. You know that you keep fucking right. saying that, Clark. That fucking word is only two letters, but it means so fucking much, man. And it's so heavy. If, if, if I'm telling you, bro, if ain't happening this time, man. So just throw that shit out the window, man. Okay. I can guarantee you ain't nobody going to take nobody lightly. Bull ain't going to take him lightly. Taco ain't going to take it. It's going to be one hell of a game. And I got my prediction. What is your prediction, sir? I predict that we will be back next week. Fellas, thanks for checking out the show. We are streaming worldwide all across the Madden universe. This is the 40 Nick Mixtape. See y'all real soon. The Clockwork Man.